Hey, it's time for voiceover body shop. And tonight we have a very special guest. And we're in studio. Woo! Where there's finally. Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing it from remote for years and years now, but our guest tonight is Chris Lansdowne, Chris Anthony Lansdowne. Thank I got to get make sure I get that yes, right, yes. so she's not confused with all the other Chris uh, Lansdowns out there. That's right. She was the voice of Barbie. Did you want me to like ta-da? Yeah, there you go. Okay, ta-da. that makes it a lot no, that easier. That was George's part. She's to bring her sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, if you have a question for Chris, because we're going to talk to her for a bit, and then you get the chance to ask your yes. questions, just put them in the chat room, and Jeff Holman is right here. Get the shot of Jeff. There's Jeff. Where's, the, a, where's the Jeff shot? With a great haircut. Good haircut, too. There's, there's the Jeff shot. <laughs> Boop. All right. Say hello, Jeff. Hello, Jeff. There you go. <laughs> and uh, he will put it in the chat room, and we will get to that in just a little bit. So stay tuned. Are you ready, Mr. Whittem? Let's do this. All right. Voiceover Body Shop, right now. Voiceover Body Shop is brought to you by VoiceoverEssentials.com, the home of Harlan Hogan's signature products. Source Elements, the folks who bring you Source Connect. VOHeroes.com. Become a hero to your clients with award-winning voiceover training. VoiceActor.com. Your voiceover website ready in minutes. VoiceOver Extra, your daily resource for voiceover success. And by World Voices, the industry association of freelance voice talent. And now, here's your hosts, Dan and George. <laughs> yeah. And we're back. Hey there, I'm Dan Leonard. And I'm George Whittem. And this is VoiceOver. Body Shop. Or V-O-B-S. How's everybody doing tonight? Again, our guest is Chris Anthony Lansdowne, and we're going to be talking about her wonderful career, which is still going on, fortunately. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and again, if you've got a question, throw it in the chat room, and we will get to that question in just a little bit. Uh, Chris's remarkable vocal talent and warm, humorous personality wow. has, for over three decades, won the trust, love, and respect of everyone she has worked with The voiceover in the voiceover industry. Besides being well, the lengthy list of TV, uh, audio, animation, video game credits, she also enjoyed long and treasured relationships with many manufacturers. Topping the list was... A decade-long thing where you were the voice of all the Barbie stuff. Welcome. Thank you. Mike, thank you for joining us tonight. It's nice. Thank you for coming. You don't shake hands anymore. Give me another shake. Watch. That's how you do it. Shake yeah. hands. Yeah. That's how they do it in the pictures in the paper. You give somebody a plaque. <laughs> oh, George, fist bump. Yeah, <laughs> there we, we go. just cover it all for you, okay? Alrighty. <laughs> well. Okay. So... You and I, believe it or not, were born 12 days apart. Ugh. I am 12 days your senior. Wait, that means you're older. That's right, I am. Just check in. My math's not great here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're older and uh, wiser. I wish. But, <laughs> I laugh at danger. Yeah, but you're, you're, from, you're from Pennsylvania originally. Yes, Where, whereabouts in Pennsylvania? I am from um, a place called Eloquippa, Pennsylvania. Eloquippa is such a 
fun name. Aliquippa, Aliquippa. It sounds like a little, like a vegetable tray. We had Susquehanna on the other side. <laughs> there, there's a name. Mm. And yeah, so I've, I was uh, there till maybe five years old. And my dad moved to California for business and took us five kids and, and my mom west. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, yeah, I came out to California when I was five years old and have not gone, ba gone back yet. So ah. I'm a California girl. As they say, it's a great place to be from, isn't it? It is. Why? Are you from there? Pennsylvania? Huh? I'm not from your hometown, but I am from Pennsylvania. Well, that uh. makes us practically neighbors, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. My great aunt who moved out here in the 50s <laughs> said the same exact thing. I've never gone back once, and it's a great place to be from. You might be my long-lost cousin. He could be a cousin. <laughs> it's possible. It, yeah. Well, if you want to you know, do that genealogy thing, whatever you yeah. an it's ancestry a big, it's thing. 2023 and me ancestry. Uh, <laughs> Pennsylvania is a big, wide state. <laughs> okay. You're hoping you're not related, are you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how did you get in, into showbiz, as we say? Well, um, I started out in a very a, kind of a strange little way. I, in high school, I was in all the plays and the musicals and all the silliness of um, like the uh, pep rallies. Remember the pep mm -hmm. rallies at school? Get you ready for the football oh, games. Oh, I was the school mascot. I, I, <laughs> I, I, Maybe I'm related <laughs> to him. <laughs> Maybe we're all cousins here. Yeah, that was a blue devil. That was, that was a, that was my brother, but that's a whole nother story. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So you were doing all that. I was doing all that and uh, whenever they needed a crazy character to be in the pep rallies and the plays and stuff, I I signed up because that's that was where I lived. Um, and uh, I used to just be in all the activities in high school. And then I uh, graduated from high school and... Um, I was going to be a movie star. Get again? Movie star. Like that. Um, but yeah. it didn't turn out to be that way because every time I tried to be glamorous, it didn't work. It was like I knew that wasn't going to be my calling to be glamorous movie star. Were you more, were you more comedian than glamorous? <laughs> yes. I think um, what originally happened was I was going to pursue, pursue a acting career. I had gotten an agent and... And um, she said, I don't know about you, but we'll find we'll find your road, which you should be, you know, where you're strongest. And um, I actually took a little break and I decided to travel with my brother to do a, um, a road trip. And I demonstrated cookware. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Impressive, isn't it? I've, I've, I've seen that. I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen it done. Yeah. No, wait. I've seen this is done. the 80s. It's completely different. So, oh, Like trade shows and that sort of thing? Yeah, because uh, yeah. it was Osterizer blenders, mm. Oster cookware. And they <laughs> you were there. <laughs> so this is what the company said. My, my brother was the distributor, and he says, look, we'll take you from state to state, and you demonstrate this cookware, and you're going to make a lot of money. All you have to do is sell the cookware any way you want to do it. So... I got a stage. I was on stage. I was an actress. And they put oh. all this cookware around me and they gave me fry pans and pots. And so I just burned food all day long. <laughs> <laughs> but I showed <laughs> how food could just slide right out of these pans. Right, right. You could burn your food and look, it comes right out. 
It sounds like an hey, SNL. Could you do that here? Here, like this. The, the way you described <laughs> it, it sounds like a Saturday Night Live commercial. <laughs> well, it sounds great. I really got good at it to where mm-hmm. there was crowds of people. I mean, you walk into the store and there'd be like a show going on with my pots and pans. And, so you're uh, doing these at the retail outlets? Yeah. Or was it a mall? Like a J.C. Penney's. Like a J.C. Like, yeah. like a new store. store yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they built up this big stage. Yeah. I wore these glamorous dresses, yeah. which I don't know why, but I, well. was, I was performing. <laughs> and what happened was I learned such improv skills from doing this sure. because you have to make a living. Yeah. You have to make it fun and funny. And the more I did it, the better I got at it. And people were buying cookware. You held their attention. Yes. People were going, I'll take a set of that. Oh, no, I'll take two fry pans. I'll take, you know, it's like. Were you getting a percentage? Or? I was getting commission. All right. Oh, good. Okay. So yeah. I was making good money. And mm-hmm. what happened was it caught on. And I went from state to state doing this. And I tell people that want to go into voice acting or acting. Boy. Learn improv, do it the right way, and do it live with people. You know, right, that's yeah. how you do it. You learn how to use your skills that way. And it was so much fun. And I do remember meeting one lady that has stuck with me my whole life. And I sometimes tell the story. Her name was Stella Della Rose. What a name. She mm. walked up to my, where I was doing the cookware, and she says, Well, Chris, I don't know about you, but I don't cook like that. I cook, I cook with a marauder iron skillet. You know, I'd put it over the fire, just like that. And I went, oh. she just stunned me. She had like a missing front tooth. Mm-hmm. She had on this cowboy hat. Classic. <laughs> she had on overalls. And she was telling me how to do, how to cook in those pans. And I just looked at her and I went, okay, Stella, I'm sorry. I, I don't know how to cook like you do. Mm-hmm. But I kept her I in my say, mind. You kept her locked right. away. That was a character in the movie. Right. She was in my mind for years, and yeah. I used her in animation. Yeah, I used her in all kinds of things. And wherever you are, Stella Della Rose, I thank you. Yeah. So you were able to get into acting doing that. How did you make that transition to do? Well, get, getting on stage or on cam or. I came back to um, San Diego, and I asked. My uh, friends, I got to get an agent. So I went to an agency, Nancy Washburn, if you're out there. She still is in San Diego. Great agent. I went to her office. I didn't know any better. I just kind of got an appointment. And I sat there and I said, you know, I want to be in acting. And she looked at me and said, well, what do you do? <laughs> I go, well, I do impressions. <laughs> That's when you break into Stella Della Rose. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I got to go get her. And then uh, uh, I did seagull impressions. I did all kinds of stuff. Bless her heart. She looked at me and goes, I don't know what I'm going to do with you, but we're going to make you a star. <laughs> and I believed her. You charmed him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she sent me out on commercials and said, you just, you go on these commercials and you just, uh, you do you. And so I, I did. And uh, sometimes I got the job and sometimes I did not because I would try to go and look a certain way and I'd dress up for the part and then they ended up going with something completely different and I got kind of frustrated because, I don't know, that that look in the mm. 80s was that 
big hair, mm-hmm. and the glossy lips, and it was very glamorous. And the harder I tried to be that, I just, <laughs> it was like Lucy, it didn't work for yeah, me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so and how long did you do that? I did that for many years. I got lots of commercials. Uh, I was in bit parts and eight is enough and TV shows. And, and then I, somebody set me on an a, a interview for an animation project. And guess what? I could be anything I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I could be think a, about animation. Yeah. yeah, I could be a bug. I could be uh, an old lady. You know, if they want me to be an old lady, I just be an old lady. And I noticed my face was contorting and doing all this stuff, and I thought, but there's no cameras. Yeah, that's right. About I it. didn't care. Yeah. And if my hair was messy, and I wanted to be a bug, I would be a bug, and whatever mm-hmm. they wanted, it was like freeing. I felt like I found my lane to be in. So. I thought I'm not going back, and I stayed in it, you know, in the whole voiceover thing, and and it became really fun. I'm, it always is. It's when really you, fun when you when you're when you're working. It's a lot of fun. Yes, <laughs> that's the most important. And when you're thing. not, you're going. Hmm. Let's see, bread or milk tonight? Yeah, as, as we like to say, when people are just starting out, stock up on mac and cheese <laughs> and ramen noodles. Oh yes, I had those days. Yeah. yeah. So, but you got a, a, a wonderful opportunity. I guess in the late eighties and well, it, no, it would have been 1994 because you have a story about how you got this amazing job over at Mattel. Tell us. Were what you happened. there? Was were I there? Were you there? I, I think not, you were there. I, I was not there, but oh, I've heard right. the story. Oh, that's right. You're older than me. So yeah, right. we might not have been there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, just prior to that, I had gotten a, a voice, some voice work with Adventures and Odyssey. Mm-hmm. That was a radio drama that's been on mm-hmm. for 35 years, and I got the role of the host for that show. Great show for still doing it. Still doing it. That's great. Uh, it, it's got a huge amount of people that have listened, grown up, and now their kids listen to it. And it's um, the writing is really good. The stories are good. They're on the pulse of what like kids are going through, and uh, a lot of actors want to be on the show because it's really well done. It's produced well, and. Uh, I think Jeff wants to be on it, right, Jeff? Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Could you try that take, too? Jeff wants to be on the show, too. Hell, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, see, I I know. I know he does secretly. But anyways, it's a great show, and I'm very, very grateful that I'm still doing it after all these years. So then, roll ahead a little bit in 1994. I'm already doing voices for toys, lots of toys, and... um, I get this audition for uh, Mattel, and I didn't know what it was for. I thought it was just another baby doll that mm-hmm. I was auditioning for. <laughs> it wasn't just a baby doll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. Um, it was for a um, another kind of doll. And uh, should I tell how that happened with sure, the earthquake? Sure, go for it. Sure. Okay. So I had an audition for this doll, and which camera am I? Am I looking at this one here? Actually, Up here. Okay. Actually, this one here. Okay. okay, so so I get this audition, right? And um, the next day, an earthquake happens. 1994, I was in Northridge, California, with my husband and my baby. And all of a sudden, there's an earthquake. And things are flying off the shelves. And, you know, it's craziness. Were you there? No. Where were you? No, back in PA. Uh, good, good move. How about mm-hmm. you? Where were you? I was in Buffalo. But I remember seeing about it. Okay. All right. How about Jeff? Was Jeff there? 
No, I was in Denver. It was... <laughs> yeah, that's a lonely We quake. all missed it. A bunch I of imports. Almost, <laughs> I almost flew out a year before. Oh, oh. wow. Yeah, it was, it, it was intense. And um, yeah. I remember having my husband and my daughter and thinking, wow, this, you know, things are kind of flying off the shelves and, and it's like the water stops running and it's, you know, I've never been in an earthquake before. Nothing like that. No, it was crazy. And uh, I remember holding my daughter. I grabbed her out of the crib and it's dark. It's like four in the morning. And I, I grab a hold of her and I'm just kind of rocking her back like this. You know, I'm going, it's okay, honey. It's okay. And then I look down and she's upside down. <laughs> and her head is going <laughs> she's having a good old time yeah she has no context for what's going on she's wow like, hey. this is the this is the this is the 25 cent ride yeah <laughs> and i go oh, oh i turn her back around and uh anyways it got uh it got scary yeah and in my mind i said i'm going to call <laughs> and tell them i'm not coming to my audition why in an earthquake would i even care right but El Segundo, where Mattel was, is like 25, 30, 40 minutes away. Yeah. They weren't in the real hub of what was happening. So I just, okay, I'm not going to make it. I'm not coming to my audition. And the director says, um, well, we really got to get to this project. I'm so sorry you're going through this, but uh, we'll know if you sound right for our, our, our doll. Just give me a little something and we'll, you know, we'll kind of know. And I went. Okay, I remember sitting on the floor and, you know. The so you did an audition under the gun on a telephone. On the phone. Just after like, this. Just post-earthquake. Yeah. yeah. It, tremors might even still be coming in. And I thought, okay, I'll just sit on my bedroom floor and I'll do this audition. And wow. he said, just say these few things and we'll, we'll kind of know if you're in that pocket of what mm -hmm. we're looking for. Because this mm -hmm. project's really got to happen. And so I said, okay. What do you want me to say? I'm holding my phone. He says, just say, um, hi, this is Barbie. You look cool. Welcome to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> it was Barbie. I thought to myself, I played with Barbie on my bedroom floor. And now in the earthquake, I'm going to try to be here. I don't know. That just was too scary. And, and you're sitting on the and I'm sitting floor. on the bedroom floor. It's <laughs> actually pretty fitting. Probably with glass all over the place. Yeah. And then, I don't remember. I just remember sitting there, and uh, Jacques Delon was the director. And he said, go. And I went. <clears throat> <laughs> Hi, it's me, Barbie. You look cool. Welcome to McDonald's. And he said nothing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nothing. It was very quiet, and I just kind of sat there and went, oh, well, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of nervous. Do you want me to do it again? Because I was desperate to do it better. Yeah. And he said, no. Can you possibly come tomorrow down to El Segundo? And I said, okay. Yeah. No running water. Things are still happening. But my husband says, go. I'll take care of everything. Get in the car, just go. And the, you know the thing of like, your gut says, <clears throat> I need to do this. <laughs> so I, I, I was able to put on my baseball cap. Didn't do the whole shower and dress up cute and pretty like a little Barbie. I went in as Chrissy. <laughs> 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 and as I walked into the lobby, this is the old day. So you walk into the lobby, there's a high desk with a receptionist sitting behind the desk. And she looks at me and she goes, are you Chris? I said, mm-hmm. I was so nervous. 
there was this gigantic Barbie in the lobby, <clears throat> like the movie. She was so big and tall, like an Oscar. And she stood there in her mighty Barbiness. And I looked at her in my baseball cap, and I said, I'm going to be your voice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel worthy at all. <laughs> but I thought to myself, okay, I'm here for a reason. Just do what you do. And the receptionist said, would you like to go back with me? You know, I'll take you back. I said, sure. My principal go. And she says, be sure and not look at any of the cubicles as you're passing by. Okay. <laughs> the first oh, thing you do when someone says, don't do look. It. <laughs> because it was the height of Hot Wheels, Transformers. Yeah, they were super hot at that oh, time. Oh, yeah. They were in their cubicles and they mm -hmm. were working on their stuff. She goes, don't be kind of rubbernecking and looking at that the was bad. They didn't have everybody that walks in the door sign an NDA back no. then. Yeah. You just walk through to the design studio, mm -hmm. and there's your, I'm in my little baseball cap walking through. All these people are in their cubicles. You could see, like, the toys up on their, you know, it was really mm -hmm. cool. Everything wanted to look at what was going on in each cubicle. Yeah. But I stayed straight, and I walked back through, and uh, I saw in one little cubicle there was these, these ladies with Barbie heads Little Barbie heads, like <clears throat> hundreds of them, on sticks. And what, <laughs> what they were doing was they were painting their eyes. Oh. This was wow. with their little magnifying glass, and they were painting their eyes. Jeez. Mm. Because in Barbies, the white of their eye changes their expression. Uh. If you paint it a certain way, she's doing different things. So right. they had these little things, and I went, oh, my gosh, a bunch of Barbie heads are in there. <laughs> I was so tempted to say something that I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They took me back to the studio. I sat on my stool, just like the setter. And inside the glass, mm -hmm. the glass were like six or seven suits, all sitting there looking at me, <laughs> saying, eh, mm -hmm. you say, you're it, huh? And I go, I, I really look prettier than this. Mm -hmm. I do. I, I, I didn't look, I have no shower to take. So I was just thinking, um... I sat there. The director said, okay, just do what you did on the phone. And I said, okay. I couldn't remember because I was in shock. Yeah. So I just, hi, it's me, Barbie. And I thought to myself, wait, she needs to be every little girl's best friend. This was the kindest, sweetest Barbie. That was my, that was my feeling that I wanted to bring to her instead of being cooler, hipper. Mm. I wanted her to be sweet and innocent and Somebody that would pick up a doll and play with her and say, this is my friend. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of thought about it. And I did the, the words. And again, it was quiet. And nobody said anything. I went, mm. did my best. They were quietly in awe, actually. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. Were you there? <laughs> no, it was not. I swear. I no, they were, <laughs> they were like thinking like, I think we got it. Yeah. And in slow motion. He goes like this to the talk back button. He goes, hello, Barbie. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That's a cool moment. Yeah. I'm sure they all oh my got chills in their little suits. Hello, you know? Barbie. Are you busy tomorrow? And I went, oh, no, I'm not busy. <laughs> and from that point on, we did super talk Barbie with 100,000 phrases in her. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. So that was like a time when technology was Oh, it was mixing exploding. and matching. Right. It was new. So she would say, um, 
Let's go to the beach with Ken tomorrow. Oh, I see. Yeah. Let's have pizza with Teresa yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, that one didn't work so well, but no. yeah. <laughs> but it was like, man, we were in that studio, and the next wow. day we did Barbie talking watches, Barbie talking skates, Barbie talking register, Barbie talking. You name it, Barbie had a finally had a voice. So, it, so, so up to that point, they didn't have any talking voice. They didn't. They'd never had a voice for a Barbie. They talk? had like. I think a workout video. Yeah. They had here and there through the years, just yeah. sporadic, but they never yeah. established like a voice for her. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so um, when they picked me, they, it was like they made her come to life. Yeah. And we spent just weeks and months of just recording. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Different stuff. It was so exciting because every day I went to, you know, go do teacher Barbie or dentist Barbie. Working woman Barbie. Mm -hmm. Astronaut Barbie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like Spanish-speaking Bar Barbie, which I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh. <laughs> that was no, no sweat there, no pressure there. Yeah. yeah, they brought in a linguist for that. They? Yeah, they, so they coached you. They coached they like, me. We, we want to get that voice. We want to get your voice. Yes. And we're going to make you sound as Spanish as we can. Oh, he was so, he was so good. He walked into the room, and they mm -hmm. said, this is your linguist for this doll. He sits down next to me. <clears throat> I laugh to this day. He was a very handsome man. Mm. He looked like, um, what is the actor that married Melanie Griffith? Tony, uh, Antonio? Bandera. Yes. <laughs> he walked into the room. You live in Silver Lake. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he walked into the room, sat down next to me, says, I'm going to help you speak Spanish. And I went, oh, I bet oh, you oh, are. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> How about you? What's your version of that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. There's still Jeff. Jeff, what's your? <laughs> such a geek. <laughs> yeah, baby. All right. Uh, he was saying like Barbie had to say, "Come se llama, come se llama." He go. You've got to roll your, you know, he was helping me. And mm -hmm. She says, I love you and all these things. And he was saying these things. And everybody in the recording booth is going, ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. He inspired you. So how long did you do all this stuff? I mean, I mean, it looked like a, a wide range of products yeah. and, uh, you know, and, and, and games too. And Yeah, we did uh, CD-ROMs and we did websites we did everything they could have just dream up. Mm. And um, I think back, uh, you know, there was one, one doll that stands out in my mind the most, which was Talk With Me Barbie. Mm. She was the one who sat at a computer, and when you played with her, she would say every kid's name possible. Mm -hmm. Her mouth actually moved up and down. Oh, her, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm surprised, she, you know, they don't talk more about her, but her mouth would go up and down as she talked. Mm-hmm. And so we spent months and months programming into this Barbie names. Uh. Linda, Susie, Marie. Then we went into baby books, and we did all the names in the baby books. <laughs> and then they wow. went to Portuguese, and then they went to the Cantonese, and then we went to wow. languages. Oh I, was, I was crazy. Months. <laughs> Just saying names. Lucinda, 
Corazanda, la la lula. You know, just, oh, <laughs> they go, Chris, you need a break? Yes, I do. I just get up and I just kind of not talk. Yeah. And uh, it w- then they did phonemes. All right. When they phonemes are the way you connect letters together or... or yeah. What, what is they it do called? They do like, like, uh, ka-ti-na. They, na-na-na. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, they, they were really they, splicing it They were splicing it, and they would make names out of, uh, I think that's what called phonemes? Yeah, yeah, phonemes. yeah phonemes. The yeah. connectors, that, aren't they the connections between I see. Somebody letters? should know. So, you know what <laughs> Jeff phonemes? knows. Then, aren't they the connectors yeah. of I, words? I, yeah. Conne- yeah, I mean, like they, yeah. They, they, form, they form names, they form words. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we tried everything. And then Christmas comes out. <laughs> I don't tell this part too often. Inside scoop. Um, Barbie came out and her mouth was supposed to go up and down when she talked. Well, they got a lot of phone calls because Christmas was a big time for her. This doll came out and she was really exciting, except for the fact her mouth got stuck open. Oh. <laughs> so she said, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> it was It was bad. People calling in, my, my Barbie's mouth won't close. My Barbie's mouth, what do I do? <laughs> close it. I don't know. But it's funny. You figure you buy the, and a, Lucinda. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? We used to go into Chuck E. Cheese and imitate those stupid animatronics. <laughs> <laughs> they were so bad. They were, they were like, so bad. <laughs> like this? Yeah, it makes me were... think of that. <laughs> and I think about uh, people used to come to me and go, you know my doll? My doll's not working. Oh, okay. Were you taking your own? Were you taking phone calls too? <laughs> I went on a field Boy, trip. Was your name in the phone book? I hope you no. weren't in any way publicly attached no. to No. Oh, here's a, that's an interesting thing. Yeah. People, well, well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Oh, more interesting About the things. fact that they didn't let yes. me talk. We, okay. that, yeah. Well. Well, we need to have a tease for the next segment. Right. Oh, right. Well, I'll tell you right in a second. Yeah. Once again, we have Chris Anthony Lansdowne with us, the voice of Barbie and a lot of other stuff. If you have a question for her, throw it in the chat room because in the next half hour, we're going to ask her some of your questions. And I'm sure you're just bursting with questions. <laughs> so anyway, go in the chat room, get your questions in there, and we'll be right back here on VoiceOver Body Shop to answer those questions right after these important messages. This is the Latin lover narrator from Jane the Virgin, Anthony Mendez. And you're enjoying Dan and George on The Voice of Our Body Shop. Setting up for voiceover recording on the road can be a real hassle. You can't bring your boom stand with you. The solution? After six long months, Harlan Hogan's VoiceOverEssentials.com finally has their popular desktop stand back in stock. The Harlan Hogan Adjustable Height Desktop Stand fits U.S. and all international microphones with its thread adapter. It features quick assembly and has a low center of gravity for great stability, making it great for home and on the road. The two-way adjustable desk stand gives you infinite height adjustment from 5.5 to 8.75 inches, and the rubber-ringed low-profile base fits perfectly into the pre-cut desk stand slot of both the Portabooth Pro and Plus. They're back, and they're keeping the pre-shortage price. Damn inflation has become their motto. The Harlan Hogan Adjustable Height Desktop Mic Stand. Just $39.95 and only at voiceoveressentials.com. 
It's the time of the show where we get to thank one of our sponsors, Source Elements, the creators of Source Connect, the tool used to connect studio to studio or you to clients that want to hire you. Um, are you connecting directly to the clients? No, what you're doing is connecting to the studio that's recording you and you get to be the actor. And that's what's so great about getting your studio ready and capable of doing Source Connect because you're not having to record your own session, edit the session, process the session and manage all of that you are just getting to be an actor like the days where we walked into studios and were directed on the other side of the glass well this is like virtual glass you're at home studios on the other end and you just perform and that's what source connect does and it's really the preeminent tool it's been around 15 plus years and it's established itself as a standard so if you want to be ready to go what I recommend is you go over to source-elements.com and sign up and get your account started. Then start looking around. There's a lot of training material over there. If the training material there isn't getting where you want to go, you can head over to George the Tech as well and get additional training on Source Connect there and get yourself up to speed so when that client comes a-knocking, you're ready to go. So we want to thank, again, Source Elements for supporting us now six or seven years running, and uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah, longer than that. And... Uh, We'll be back with a bit more with Chris here right after this. You know, I don't think there have been two consecutive letters spoken more often in the last couple of years than AI and spoken in a very dangerous way because of the danger posed by AI and synthetic media. Uh, voice, face, it's, it's all crazy, right? I think we should have that conversation, but I also think we should have a conversation about how to protect yourself how to gain knowledge about artificial intelligence and synthetic voices, and also the potential gifts, the potential positives, the potential good things that can happen when you familiarize yourself with what AI is, how it works, and how it can be used. And so I'm going to do that. I've got a new class coming up on the 17th of August. It's going to be absolutely free. It's going to be called Getting Started in VO, Thriving in the AI World. I'd love for you to join me. Go to voheroes.com slash go. That's voheroes.com slash go. And I'll see you there. This is Bill Ratner, and you're enjoying Voice Over Body Shop with Dan Leonard and George Whittem. VOBS.TV. Afterwards yeah. and show me. So, that so you left us on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yes. that's right. We were cliffhanging. Do you remember what... <laughs> Do you remember what the Wait, where was I? Okay. Was I on? Yes. I was telling you all about dun, 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 dun. Uh, what was I talking about? I, was it the Barbie that was like with the mouth, mouth open? open? Oh, yeah. Not being able to tell people. Right. Oh, oh. oh. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> good job. Really, this is all scripted. We're just good actors and make you think we don't know what we're doing or I don't remember things. But I, just for I really, relief. Dan completely remembers where I was. And oh, Jeff over there, he knew line by line what I was saying. <laughs> and him right here, he knows everything. Right. So where was I? <laughs> <laughs> there was something that you were said, you haven't oh, been God. able to tell this to right. too many people. Well, you invite me back if i if oh, i absolutely because like, yeah. you know i just feel so you know so family here oh, and good. uh yeah. well we want to make it easy and make it feel fun okay yeah 
George, have you ever seen George writing all of his bike stories? He uh, okay. <laughs> Aside from this, later watch George and his bike adventures. Okay, I've Just, I've seen him with road rash several <laughs> times. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen him on his bike, it's like I wear a you lot know. of padding now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I will stick on. To, I'll go right back to the topic. And okay. um, during the time I was Barbie, all those years, and I was what almost ten years of doing. Uh, all kinds of different toys, uh, really. The CD-ROMs, which were the computer games, were the really popular things back then because mm-hmm. uh, girls did not have computer games. So mm. Mattel was so smart to do this. They made, uh, we did Detective Barbie, we did Barbie Writing Club, Barbie Hairstyler, Barbie Fashion Designer, which was the one... That was the big one that broke all records because oh, I'm sure this year they um, they she was inducted into the um, video hall of fame. Really? Huh? Oh, far out! Pretty impressive, huh? Yeah, yeah. I would say so. I'm in the hall of fame. How about that? <laughs> God. That's amazing. George. Could you give me a little more to work with here? How about that? <laughs> So well, they incredible. they did they put it in the hall of fame this year and that was the the CD ROM. Which is funny to say CD-ROM. I know. When you we remember CD-ROM. those, don't we? I, uh, I remember playing games that had five or six CD-ROMs. Okay. And you had to take disc one out, take it out, put disc four in now. Yes. You're on the fourth disc of the game. And you, or you'd have disc one, you'd give it to your friend down the hall in your dorm, and then they would play <laughs> disc one. And then uh, we were playing disc three, and you'd, pass down disc one! <laughs> That's what I remember of CD-ROM games. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were. That was the happening thing. And uh, the fashion designer one that they did induct into the Hall of Fame. It was so cool because girls did not have a computer game. What you did was you go on this uh, CD ROM and you would design clothes for Barbie. You would design mm-hmm. her clothes. She could uh, walk on the screen wearing them. Mm-hmm. And then they made it possible where you could. Uh, print it out. You could print out your designs oh, yeah. and put it on your Barbie. So your oh. Barbie's wearing your design. Yeah, that's that was really the cool. coolest. No, that's really cool. And that and that's a thing now in many many video games where you design your own yeah. players' costumes. Yeah, and there's it's such a big deal that there is a marketplace of people who design costumes for the characters wow. in the game and sell them on. I didn't even marketplaces. Know that. Yeah. Wow. That's very cool. The mm-hmm. times we live in. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you go into a furniture store, you can see what different fabrics you can put on them and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> but well, did you do that recently? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you know. No, it's been a few years. <laughs> I don't know. You guys can't see that's a cool couch over there, but did you pick the color? Because that's a really cool color. I don't remember. It was on our porch in Buffalo and somehow it ended up. That couch came all the way from Buffalo? It did. That's a very cute little couch. It is. And very comfortable. It was the great napping because there's enough room for my wife and I both to nap on it, you know, on Sunday. It is very, I like the whole bit. I know you guys can't see this. We're just helping you to see it through our descriptions. In your mind's eye. See yes. <laughs> we got a couple of questions here from yes. our, our voluminous audience across the globe. Yeah. Uh, starting with Grace Newton. Why don't you take yeah. that, George? Grace asks, did you ever see a prototype of the toys before you voiced them? That is probably one of the coolest questions. Grace, where am I talking? Grace, She's here? a big fan. She's been watching. She's over here. She's here. Hey, Grace. Do you know out of all the interviews I've done, people have never asked that? High five. (laughs) (laughs) 
Here, Shem, we'll do one for you. That was for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we are the, the, we oh, are the, boy. the show, are we? Yeah, professionals. So, uh, no. Well, I take that back. There was a couple of them where they showed me not quite, they didn't evolve quite to what they were going to look like mm-hmm. all <clears throat> when they were all done, but there was a Barbie head that, <laughs> yeah, remember. On a chopstick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. no. She was life-size Barbie head. So it was the size of like of uh, Dan's head. Say picture of that was the Barbie's like head. Like the ones that they would do the hair on? That size? Yeah, like the ones, life-size heads with hair. Mm-hmm. And they would put lipstick in it. So you got, it's like from right here. Like up. bust. Yeah, yeah the bust. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They bring her into the studio and they set her in front of me. Wow. That's one of the rare times they did that. And they said, okay, we want you to see what she looks like. So... So I saw her face with her, you know, pretty little hair. And, and then um, hmm. I was able to really feel it more when you see something. Yeah. It's like animation when you mm-hmm. see the character. <laughs> Excuse mm-hmm. me. <clears throat> but yeah, I got to look at her and it was really weird because her head was literally the size of mine. Mm-hmm. So she's sitting here. <laughs> and as I talked, I look at her. <laughs> I thought, this is kind of like a Twilight Zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am talking Barbie. And I, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> good question. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, Jim McNicholas asks, uh, how long was your NDA to not be able to talk about it? <gasps> Another great. Is, who's this? This is Jim Nicholas. Mick Jim Nicholas. Nicholas? Mick Nicholas. Nick yeah. Nicholas? Nick Nicholas. Mick, Mick, Mick Nicholas. <sighs> Sorry, Jim. We just destroyed <laughs> your name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, Jim, Jeff? Jim. 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 Okay, got that part Mick right. Mick Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Uh, Nicholas Pickles. Okay. Hi, Jim. Back to you. <laughs> oh, my hair got caught. Um... This is what was really the hardest part of my stretch doing Barbie's voice. Because when I started, um, it was just year after year after year of not being able to tell anybody I was Barbie. Mm. Year really? after year. Yeah. So your NDA was basically the job, the product went out, it was in the world, and you still couldn't tell people. Correct. Jeez. How do you like that? Even, even at cocktail parties and stuff. Well, I sort of. <laughs> okay. But you so, couldn't, obviously you couldn't do any any right, other right. dolls. Nope. I had do interviews and stuff like that. Because but, you know, you tell something like that, that it gives you gets you more work. That's your that's your body right, of work. Right. Here I am working. I'm like into the eighth year of doing Barbie's voice, and they did not want her to have a face because they wanted the mystique. You know, Barbie's yeah. Barbie. There's no girl doing her voice. Uh, She's Barbie. Right. And at the time, it was Jill Barad was I think the CEO. I forgive me if I messed up her name. She was very serious about Barbie at the time. She mm-hmm. she said when they had their their uh, meetings talking about her, she would take that doll and she would lay her down carefully. She, it's like this was their baby, mm-hmm. and you never go into a session and do things silly. Like you wouldn't go in and say things that barbie shouldn't be saying they took it very took her oh, very seriously you were someone records you being saying something off color or doing right. something crazy like that and it's like you don't do that you get in big trouble yeah so you took you took it was very serious and mm-hmm. i really respected my job and i knew never to go anywhere off <laughs> yeah so i'm uh, straight and narrow yeah. yeah and there were there were times where people go oh have her say this 
<clears throat> I went, no. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what happened was they said you can't. And I, I had people asking for interviews and I can't remember what TV show. That mic is slowly uh -oh. dropping in front where, of. Where's where's ever, the boom job? So slowly. I'm watching. I'm watching. It's like feeling underneath. And then I'm going like this, and then I'm talking. It's, it's, it's good. Thank you for looking up. I'm just like, it's getting, it's just so slow. Jeff likes it because he couldn't have to look at my face. He's going, that's good. Leave it down. I'll just sort of hang out here and be the boom strap here. He's the boom strap. Shaka shaka boom strap. Okay. So where was, okay. So here, here's the kicker. Yeah. I hope you wore deodorant because you, okay. So they said, do not tell people you are Barbie's voice. That was it. In the head, I know. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. I'm sorry. We're professionals, don't try this good, at home. Jim, is it Jim, right? Yeah, Jim. Yeah, I'm going to answer this question. I am. So they would not let me tell people I was Barbie, except for there was times where I snuck in phone calls for little girls that were like sick in the hospital. Oh yeah, like make a wish kind of thing. Yeah, I yeah. would call and I would say, "You'll get better. Don't worry." Yeah. Or oh don't don't worry. You'll be okay. You know, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was my connection to the world. I couldn't do it that way, so I would do, I would do that. And, and I there remember. There no smartphones. No. It wasn't like you were getting recorded right. surreptitiously right. or whatever. And there were kids that would come to my front door, and they would knock on the door, and they'd say, can you be Barbie today? Uh, <laughs> Here I am in my bathrobe. Yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> Close your eyes, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to see what I really look like. <laughs> and it's, hi, everybody. It's me, Barbie. And they would giggle. And Did you laugh. do it through the little peephole in your door? <laughs> <laughs> hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The little peephole. Yeah, the little, the little hatch. <laughs> hi, everybody. <laughs> 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 it's Barbie is half good <laughs> oh god okay it was hilarious uh, my daughter was five at the time i was doing all this and she was like she loved barbie so much she had over barbies and stuff and people yeah. go kelsey did you know your mom's barbie and she'd go <laughs> it was like your daughter's into barbie do you want your mother to be barbie's right. voice yeah yeah <laughs> and so she goes mommy's barbie it's like and um, that went through a little phase of like, mm. oh, and then and then she got a little older, mm. and it became cool to have your mom's oh, okay. movie. Yeah. And I'd pick her up from school, and kids would come to the car, and they'd say, Miss Chris, could you do Barbie for us? And my daughter would go, Mom, come on, everybody. Mom's going to do Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> then it was, well, then it became social currency. Cool. Then I was yeah. cool. cool and we'd go on school field trips, and they'd say, could Barbie sit next to me? Because I was <laughs> the cool mom. Mm -hmm. And it was so cute. And that was the whole phase that we went through. But, but you had to wait years for that to happen. Yeah. Okay. Then Toy Story comes out. Hmm. Ninety. When did that come out? Ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Late twentieth century. Yes. Yeah. Good question, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I had been doing Barbie's voice for years on everything that moved and breathed. Yeah. And Mattel goes, "Guess what? <laughs> You're going to be in Toy Story." And I went, "Awesome!" Yeah. <laughs> no. <sighs> The next day, uh, they come in, they go, oh, sorry, you're not going to do it. And I went, huh? 
I already called my 6,000 friends and my mom. <laughs> and they said uh, Disney picked. They want their, their Barbie. Brutal. Mm. See, that was the face I made. That's that Did showbiz. Close up on this face. Look right there. That's it. That's the look, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the reason for that was they're the, you know, Disney, basically, when they pick something, you kind of surrender to their, and it oh, was yeah. a bigger name. It was a real big name. And and uh, she hadn't been doing Barbie. <laughs> had been mm-hmm. doing Barbie. And I, I, the person that did, they did, she was very sweet and very, um, she had red hair and she was a mermaid. And um, she got to be Barbie in the movie. Now, here's the kicker. When the credits rolled, her name rolled as Barbie, and everybody went, oh, that's who Barbie is. Oh, gosh. Oh, well. (laughs) That makes me angry. That was good sound efficiency. That really makes me Here's what I got to tell you. I'm sorry for the long-winded story because- No, it's a great story. This is a true Hollywood story right now. (laughs) This is the one thing I got to say. When you- get a job and you're you're given something special and believe me that was a special job for me in my heart i had to say this i had to say i had a season of time that i was picked to do this and then you have to kind of have a an attitude of really being grateful for something mm-hmm. you don't you don't clamp on to it and say it's mine and you can't have it you say thank you i've done this for so long mm. i've been given great amounts of um, blessings through this, and uh, I just came into my own thinking and said, you know what? I don't have control over this. I don't. And she did a great job, and I just thought that was kind of the transition a little bit. Of, I was going to ask you, was that kind yeah. of like a- Yeah, it was a little bit of a confusion there. We had a an actor strike during the time. Hmm. I don't remember what year the, the strike was, but- 2000? Yeah, and, and what happened was I could not record any of the Barbie stuff because I was on strike. Mm. So they went to Canada, mm-hmm. and they used a Canadian actress. Yeah, <laughs> never call a Canadian a scab. Yeah, so <laughs> I didn't say. And so, um, yeah, they used somebody else. And here's the funny part: is I haven't told this too much, but she was trying to imitate me. Right. So, so by the time this strike ends and they come back to me, there's these toys out there that, that uh, somebody's trying to sound like me. And so they said, well, you got to sound like that toy because that toy, you have to try to sound like her, sound like you. <laughs> That's nuts. What? Oh, geez. So I had to try to sound like her, it's trying to sound like me because mm-hmm. the couple of these toys were, needed the con- continuity to it right, right it was so funky weird yeah and i had to kind of <laughs> i felt like instead of being her it was like i had to have an attitude <laughs> oh because it had morphed the next morphed. actor oh, well. had kind of brought they're like sound like her but then she did her own version of it and then you had to crazy. sound like her doing yeah. you but you know again you have to say i am grateful for all the stories and the time i had yeah. who gets to be <laughs> Barbie. An iconic. Yeah, uh, it's like, yeah. I. what am I going to say? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm grateful for yeah. for all that I've gotten. And it's just funny that that's how the business is. Yep. You know? Patricia Andre asks, what type of voice care uh, can you do, if any, 
Like yeah, and also exercise. Do you do exercises to warm up, or even any mouthwashes, or what's your vocal care routine? Yeah, what is, what is your routine for clicks warming and other up? Yuck and, sounds. Yeah, like mouth noise. Clicks, mouth sounds, vocal routine. Who did you say? Uh, warm up, warm up, warm up. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Well, to be honest with you, I do warm up in my car and I do all the mouth stuff, mm -hmm. but I gotta. Thing that I do in my throat, I have certain sounds that I know where to to to. Uh, if I'm gonna do like um, a young version of somebody or a little kid or an old lady, way up here is my little kid sound, and I always sing a song. I sing a song, and if I want to do a bug, it's up here too. So I just kind of tighten up and I and I do and I sing a song. It's a bug, you know, and I do. And then as I lower into my throat, I do that um, that kind of teenager sound, like kind of Barbie. And I, I, I shall sing a song with her, or then I go a little mother. My mother's a little bit lower, and she's, hi, honey, are you home from school? And she's that warm, caring. And as I go, I know this sounds ridiculous. I'm so No, it sorry. doesn't. We're talking to an audience of voiceover Voice actors. actors. They want to know. And then as I go a little lower, I get her. She's a little bit older, and I use this part of my throat. And she's very sincere. She's someone's grandma. And she knows wise things. But as I go a little lower and I get that kind of, I use those country sounds. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I probably blew that out. No, no, no. But then I, I just, I always give him a song to sing. Mm -hmm. And so I find that character and I give him a little song and then I'm. That gets you into it. it sounds yeah. so crazy, doesn't it? No, no. that's that's acting. Yeah. Look, <laughs> wait a minute. Do you do? Give me one character that you do that just completely. You someone goes. Give me a character like that. Hey, what are you doing over there? Get over here. Hey, Murray, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's my gosh, it's a stretch. It's, it's convincing. Really? No, that was great. All right, George, don't you have one character in you? Oh no! I got characters. I just bring them out when I need to. I don't. I don't do this for a living. I just. Uh... <laughs> Would you remember? I don't know what that that's was. <laughs> that's Georgie. <laughs> oh, thank you. That was so refreshing to have you guys go there with me. Does Jeff have anything in him? Jeff's got a question. He's got a question. Oh, Put yeah, Jeff on cam. He gets to ask his question. Jeff. Yeah. How long did it take to record the hundred thousand vocabulary? That. The one with the names? Yeah. Uh, well, you said... Oh, the, the first all that we did, like, the mixing the, and matching? Yeah, yeah, you, you did 100,000... Oh, yeah. Uh, freaking years. It, it took a long time, because um, I remember, you know, they would we'd go a couple weeks, take a little break, because my brain would fry, go in and do another couple weeks. There was one, I believe, took us a year. Wow. wow. I think it was about a, a complete year. That's incredible. Yeah. That's... So that's, that's Fisher Price. I used to do things for Fisher Price. They're educational toys. There was this one toy called the Power Touch Learning System. And I was that pleasant voice. It says, the red ball can bounce high. The red ball can bounce low. E Three years. Yeah. E-learning, yeah. Cool. Well, Chris, it yeah. has been fabulous having you with Is us. Is it done? Yes. Yeah, we're done. An hour goes by like, like that. that. When, oh, you know, or as one frog said to another while sitting on a lily pad, time sure is fun when you're having flies. 
<laughs> anyway, thanks for being with us tonight. And, and, I, I'm so... This was so much fun. Oh, Thank you. Really great stories. All right. Uh, Chris Anthony Lansdowne, voice of Barbie and lots of other stuff. We'll be right back and George and I will be wrapping it up right after this. Bye, everybody. You're Bye. still watching VLBS? Your dynamic voiceover career requires extra resources to keep moving ahead. There's one place where you can explore everything the voiceover industry has to offer. That place is voiceoverextra.com. Whether you're just exploring a voiceover career or a seasoned veteran ready to reach that next professional level, stay in touch with market trends, coaching, products, and services while avoiding scams and other pitfalls. VoiceOver Extra has hundreds of articles, free resources, and training that will save you time and help you succeed. Learn from the most respected talents, coaches, and industry insiders when you join the online sessions, bringing you the most current information on topics like audiobooks, auditioning, home studio setup, and equipment, marketing, performance techniques, and much more. It's time to hit your one-stop daily resource for voiceover success. Sign up for a free subscription to newsletters and reports. It's all here at voiceoverextra.com. That's voiceoverxtra.com. All right, because we have to talk about voiceactor.com. See, now I just jump right into it. Voiceactor.com is a great website if you don't have your own voice actor website yet. Because as, as I told Joe Davis, who owns this company many years ago, your voiceover website shouldn't be a pain in the ass. So why don't we come up with some templated websites? People can go in there, pick the colors they want, put up, you know, the most important stuff, your name, your demos, and your contact information and have a nice background, not have to go crazy with it and do it quickly. Cause it used to take five, six months to get a website together and you were paying a webmaster to do it. You become the webmaster, go to voiceactor.com and get your own website and you can get it done in like a half an hour and you're online and it's free to start. Then it's $20 a month for uh, your own URL and all those things. Totally worth it. A great way to get going. Go to voiceactor.com right now if you don't have your website. We are the World Voices Organization. Also, also known, known as WOVO. We're the not-for-profit industry association of freelance voice talent. VoiceOver is a complex entrepreneurial business. WOVO is there to promote the professional nature of voice work to the public, to those already established in their voiceover practice, and to those who want to pursue voiceover as a career. Membership benefits include a supportive and creative community, a profile and demos on voiceover.biz, our searchable directory of vetted professional voice talent, our exclusive demo player for your personal website. Our mentoring program, business resources, and our video library. Our annual WovoCon conference, a fun and educational weekend with other members with, with the chance, chance to learn, learn and, and network. network. Webinars and great speakers and weekly social chats with other members around the world. If your world is voiceover, make Wovo part of it. World Voices Organization. We, we speak, speak for those who speak, speak for a living. living. This is Ariana Ratner, and you're enjoying VoiceOver Body Shop with Dan Leonard and George Whittem. VOBS.TV. Well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, it sure was. 
I knew yeah, when I, I knew when I met her last week, she would be great on this show. I'm so glad. We're grateful she could be here. Yeah. Chris Anthony Lansdowne. Anyway, uh, next week on this very show, we're going to be having Tech Talk number 108. Yeah. My God, how long have we been doing this? It seems like three, 108 three episodes. Years. Yeah, at, at least, least yeah. three. It's actually more like 12. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so make sure you check that out. Uh, let's see. We have to thank a number of people. Well, like, actually, before we thank, okay, we need to remember Paul Rubens. Oh, yeah. I know by now <laughs> everybody's kind of kind of saturated with the news, but that was a major loss. It was. And he was. He was, it was brilliant. It was. He a, was dealing with cancer in private. Yeah. Nobody knew. Even people that knew him well didn't know. Yeah. I heard him interviewed by uh, Conan O'Brien, you know, a while ago, and they yeah. were really close. Yeah. You know, so I have, we have friends that worked with him directly, yeah. you know, E.G. Daly yeah. was Dottie, yeah. you know, in the big adventure yeah. movie. Yeah, Lori Allen. Lori Allen worked yeah. with him on the live stage show, you know, as Cherry and different characters. Um, Keith Farley's wife, Anne, uh, was a costumer for the show, I think it was. Wow. So, so many people we know and we've yeah. worked with knew him and worked with him, so. Right. Sad, sad time. He will be missed because he was definitely a one of a kind. Absolutely. Comedian extraordinaire. Yes. Did you know he created that character in 1977? Yeah, I remember. I heard that story. I can't believe that. Anyway. Anyway, we have a lot of people who donate to the show, and we have to mention their names. We sure do. And so their names like, (laughs) let's see, Greg Cooper. Grace Newton. I got to see over the mic here. Can you see over here? Thank you. Uh, Christopher Epperson, Robert Leadham, Steve Chandler, Casey Clack, Jonathan Grant, uh, Thomas Pinto, Tom Pinto, all right, Greg Thomas, A Doctor Voice, Antland Productions, Martha Kahn, 949 Designs, Sarah Borges, Philip Sapir, Brian Page, Rob Ryder, Shauna Pennington Baird, Don Griffith, Trey Mosley, Diana Birdsall, Maria Mackis, and Sandra Manwiller. Thank All you, right. Everyone. Thanks, guys. You can go to our website. It says donate now and help keep this show technically perfect like it was tonight. Flawless. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> flawless. <laughs> the one that you're seeing is going to be flawless. <laughs> That's right. Anyway. <laughs> if you want to see the deals we have for you at, at my website, you can go to georgethe.tech slash V-O-B-S, and that's the landing page. We have a coupon code and other things over there for right. you. And you can go over to homevoiceoverstudio.com if you want to help with your home studio and you want you want to work with me. Although sometimes we just sort of cross phase. Cross pollinate. Yes. Not, no, not cross pollinate. Oh, no. That's, that's <laughs> not where we want to go with this. Anyway, uh, we're going to re-rack it now for Tech Talk. and Crossing, crossing streams? Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, streams. There we go. Anyway. We're going to re-rack it for Tech Talk. If you've got a question about your home studio, throw it in there right now. But, uh, you know, this is a hard business. Oh, we also have to thank, thank more people. We, that's right. We have to thank our sponsors, yeah. like Harlan Hogan's VoiceOver Essentials. VoiceOver Extra. Source Elements. VOHeroes.com. Uh, VoiceActor.com. And WorldVoices.org, the Industry Association of Freelance Voice Talent, of which I am the president. Mm-hmm. And don't you forget it. And then we got to thank the people Jeff, right here. We got to thank Jeff Holman for doing a great job in the chat room. Yeah, and of course, our fantastic director who's actually with us here in the studio tonight, Sue Merlino. We really appreciate yes. that. All right. 
Anyway, this is not an easy business, kids. You know, there's a lot you have to learn. There's so much fun stuff, and there's a lot of hard stuff, but we're here to make it sound right for you. Because if it sounds good, it is good. I'm Dan Leonard. And I'm George Widom. And this is VoiceOver. Body Shop. Or VO. BS. Yes. Stay tuned for Tech Talk.